0: Hey guys, hopping in here before the show starts to talk to you about an exciting new opportunity for us to serve you. So many of you have asked us, and we're excited to invite you to dive deeper with Shannon and I and join the Dirt on Flowers Insider Group. As a member of the group, you get
1: monthly flower farming goal setting and accountability worksheets, a community Facebook group of dirt bags, accountability pods, and a member directory so you can increase your network of marigolds and flower friends in your life, monthly live Q&A on that month's podcast topics so you can dive deeper with us and get all of your additional questions answered, bonus teachings on timely and relevant topics, discount codes on future Dirt on Flowers online courses, and early access to our Dahlia tuber sales.
0: So move the needle in your business and dive deeper with us. It's only $20 a month. I mean, come on. That's the cost of selling one bouquet per month and an investment back into yourself and into your business. We're starting in February with a deep dive into profit first. So head over to our website at thedirtonflowers.com forward slash membership and hop on the wait list. Be sure to sign up and take advantage of our introductory pricing.
1: We want to be for you what we so desperately needed when we first started our flower farms. So let us mentor you, guide you, and encourage you as you take your business to new levels in 2023.
0: We can't wait to see you in the membership. All right, guys, let's join the podcast.
1: I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we
0: have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business.
1: Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the Dirt on Flowers.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dirt on Flowers. We are, uh, we're into the new year. Shan, have you met with your... Uh- with the old tax accountant this year yet? No, I
1: haven't. She like sends me like a little packet that I have to fill out, yep. you know, and send back to her. <laughs> so, and she always has access to my QuickBooks. So I just need to get her all of her stuff.
0: Yeah. I went to mine yesterday and I left mm-hmm. with, she gave me tissues and this miniature bottle of liquor. <laughs> so if that tells you anything, how that, how it went. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Uh yeah, it was uh it's been a learning process, right? Like that's how mm-hmm. I left feeling like, okay, I'm now learning about quarterly payments and things that like mean <laughs> a healthy business, yeah. right? Which is yes trying to take a positive spin on all those things. She said, you know, it just means like it might be easier to get a loan for the Airbnb, like trying to, you're funding your parents' <laughs> retirement, like trying to give me all these positive <laughs> spins. And in my head, I'm like,
1: I hate oh. the government, you dirty rat <laughs> bastards. But that yeah, I- just uh, dying inside. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, it's, it's so like hard. a kind of and I know I said this to you, it's like the roller coaster of just being an entrepreneur and like owning your own business. Like you have a great, you know, we had a great fourth quarter, which is why I'm basically giving all of it back. Um and yeah. then you know, then the you go into the winter months where money for us is like, you know, more sparse and and managing mm-hmm. your mindset around that um is it's tough. I don't know. It's just like it the, the mental piece where I'm like, okay, I just have to be, um, that's why it helps like, you know, the marigold piece for like you and I to even talk yes. about it and just like mm-hmm. have somebody else It feels less lonely. Um, and also just being yes. like, yeah, it's a reality. Like this is a reality of owning mm-hmm. a business, yeah. a healthy, a healthy business. So mm-hmm. we just kind of segwaying into today's topic a little bit is like that uh, today we're talking about Profit first. So the book that we've mm-hmm. kind of referenced a few times because business is so uh, fluid in, in the type mm-hmm. of business that we do. Um, I really gravitated to Profit First because it gave me structure
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it gave me this like black and white formula that didn't exactly make sense at first. Um, yeah, but. It, it was like, I wanted to punch holes through it. Cause that's kind of what I do. Like mm-hmm. I like to look at an idea and then, you know, kind of Swiss cheese it a little bit as to like, how is this not going to work? Because it, it, for, it does, this whole thing mm-hmm. works with this book is why, you know, we're starting our, with the dirt on flowers insiders starting in February. That's, this is the first piece that we're talking about because mm-hmm. it is, Especially if you're new to farming, to be able to follow this structure because of the thing I just shared about my accountant. You know, you want to be able to handle that in a capacity and this profit first gives you that structure to do it
1: so that you mm-hmm. aren't
0: surprised when the tax yes. man comes knocking.
1: Yes. And it just lowers the anxiety. I wish that I would have started with profit first when I first got started. So for all yeah. of like the newbies out there, I really do feel like I hope you feel. Like we're handing you a little bit of a gift here because it's just like – the clarity and the mindset. It is such a mindset shift. We're going to talk a little bit about that to how we traditionally do our accounting or making money decisions and business decisions. And I was right along with everyone else, just making decisions based on my bank balance. So yeah. Profit First really does provide such an invaluable infrastructure and it, it it creates it to be to take a lot of the decision making out of your hands. And it yes. really, you set the intention for the year based on your percentages. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're definitely deep diving into it on the Dirt on Flowers Insider Group. Um, so today I think we're just really talking about the main takeaways from the book. And if you do anything, I just encourage you to grab the book online, Amazon. We have an Amazon link. If you go to our Instagram at Dirt on Flowers and our link tree, you can grab it there. It is just such a good book. It's so good. It's, it's mm-hmm. such a it's it really will flip a lot of the things that you thought about your business just on, on its head. So, I hope I hope you guys love it. I know we do. I still talk about it. So, it's a good one.
0: Yeah, and it it's still it's it's that structure for our business and I think mm-hmm. one of the things, you know, we talk about it in even our intro, right? Like running a profitable six-figure business. Everybody, regardless of your goal, is to be a six-figure business. Mm-hmm. It, you want to have a profitable business because mm-hmm. this book literally is just takes the mystery out of profit. So, you know, before you pay your expenses, with the the concept with this book is just before you pay your expenses, you take your profit first. And to hear it, I guarantee there is somebody like me out there was like. Eh bullshit. You know, like it's not going to work. And yeah. you know, along the way, I was told by a somebody that was like a business mentor uh, had said that and I shared this before maybe with Ashley's episode, but that a lack of sales in business, right? So like if you're new and you just really don't have a ton of sales, it's like cancer. It will kill you mm-hmm. over time. If you don't have sales, it will kill a business. The lack mm-hmm. of cash flow also aka profit right having money to mm-hmm. operate live on is like a heart attack it will kill you instantly and so running your business based off of what you can afford today not mm-hmm. what you hope to be able to afford someday and so it just it changes the whole dynamic right it puts into perspective mm-hmm. it puts those boundaries into on your spending so when when you place that profit first I know shannon I I guarantee you're the same way. But when you mm-hmm. put that as your, your sole focus and mm-hmm. it shifts everything, and that's how you yes. continue to think about it. I never, I did, I never forgot it. When I learned how to shift that and mm-hmm. operate from a place of having the cash flow and making sure my expenses and stuff were covered, it just shifted the whole process for me. Mm-hmm. And it does sound like oversimplified, doesn't it? Like yeah. just take your oh, profit first. Yes. It sounds like oh, yes, baloney. Yeah. Cuz you're know. like, well,
1: yeah. Yeah, just it does. It sounds oversimplified, but mm-hmm. and like yeah. in um Mike McCullough who is the author of the book, he he explains like our businesses are like cash eating monsters and it's mm-hmm. because it's in our human nature to look at our bank balance and think that that's what we have available to spend. So at the base idea of, of the book is that you're always going to take your profit first. So a couple times a month, you are going to make distributions into, it's essentially like, you know, like the cash envelope system or whatever, but mm-hmm. we do it and, and I do it and we'll be, I'll, I can show you guys this um, in the insiders group, but we have different bank accounts that we kind of manage as money envelopes. So a couple times a month, we'll make distributions into those based on certain percentages. Mm-hmm. So where I like, I know I feel like it was like, I don't know, maybe three years ago when we it were was. like, yeah, we were talking on the phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just like I don't know why I can't even pay myself like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month. And that's and that's we were talking like, we just need to pay ourselves something to get in the habit of paying ourselves. And we were talking about this book. When I started implementing this, I started placing my own ex- my own pay first, not in a way that was like haphazard or bad for my business or or any of that. And mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people think it's like way too rigid, but the beauty of it is, is that mm. my percentages and what the amount of money I distribute to the different accounts has changed as my business has grown. So yes. you, you can change it. So maybe at the beginning, your operating expense, while you're like learning how to cut back on that kind of stuff, that is like a little bit higher, but you always, you know, the goal is to always kind of get that down and adjust the percentages more so that you're eventually you're earning more and you're putting that money aside for taxes so that we're not in this huge shock at the end of tax season, but we have something back. We're reserving our sales tax. We're doing all the things that we should be doing so that when we are living our lives by that bank balance, all I'm looking at is my operating expense account. And yeah. because That's truly like what I feel like I have to play with, essentially. yes. Yes, yeah. Um, And money is just such the foundation of what we do. If we don't have enough money, we can't take our message, our products, our services to the world. It's so important. We cannot, absolutely cannot be slaves to our businesses. We're not working for free. So Mm -hmm. something about like the mindset change of just starting to make the business pay ourselves was so huge, was was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, amazing. Yeah. And I just started viewing the business in a whole different way because of that.
0: Yeah. I think when I started reading it, for me, it was like, I remember getting, uh, we were doing full service weddings at the time and mm-hmm. Part of that meant I was like ordering product in. And so I was running into this Mm -hmm. like cash flow problem where I was like, okay, I've taken these deposits. They are already paid for. The weddings were paid for sometimes months in advance. And then I didn't feel like I had enough cash on hand to operate and like fulfill the wedding. I was like, this should not be a thing, right? Where I'm like feeling that I'm tight on cash in a time that I shouldn't have been tight on cash. And so everything was all in one account to me. And so- Mm -hmm. It would come in and I had this thought, as any human would, that was like, I have money to spend because it's in my account. And so I had already, prior to reading this book, I was like, okay, I need to open up an account and just move like wedding money over. But what I wasn't thinking about was, you know, in in, in theory, we're talking about wedding money. It could be anything that you're going to spend money on in advance, right? Like t- bulbs, seed order, like big mm-hmm. things that I know are recurring expenses for me now get moved over. They get moved for me. But what I wasn't accounting for was like taxes, and Mm -hmm. things that initially, you know, until I read this book. And so that's where, you know, this is where it kind of gave me some clarity and some structure. And it made me not feel, because I was like, oh, I am so stupid with money. Like I was really hard on myself. And I was like, no, like that crap, you cannot. Business is being, you know, it's hard enough. It's like giving, beating myself Mm -hmm. up. I was just living by human nature and learning how to run a business. But you're right. Mm -hmm. It's like being a slave to your business. Nobody wants to do that. If that's how you feel right now, oh this book yeah. will change it will change that from yes. a financial from mm-hmm. a financial standpoint.
1: Yeah. And just thinking about growth, you know, there's a there's a time in the book where they he talks about like everyone thinks that growth is like it's like the magic bullet. It's like mm-hmm. it it's so it's important to grow 100% and he will talk about a lot of times business owners try to grow their way out of problems. So, you know, just waiting for the next big sale or I just need the next big thing and then this is all going to take care of itself, the next big customer, the next big, you know, it just creates a bigger and bigger monster and it just grows and grows and all of a sudden if if you find yourself like taking out credit cards to pay expenses, you just like really need to halt, I think halt yourself and really have a really clear picture of what your business looks like i know in profit first there's an initial assessment that you can take to kind of get a feel of where your finances are so really he like what he says is always like what if you try to think about what is the perfect size for your business he says if you're doing profit first like that will happen naturally and you'll grow in a natural way not throw all the money into growth and then have you know no money to pay yourself do do anything else he, he'll talk about like some of like multi-million dollar companies are like borrowing to pay their payroll because their expenses mm-hmm. are so out of control. So I really do, if you get a chance to read the book and we encourage you to, you're going to find a lot of value just from looking at your business in a new way and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. imposter syndrome on Instagram, all of it, all of it. Yeah. Sometimes everyone's like, oh, I just, I just have to do this or I just need this next piece of equipment or I need the next, you know, one more acre or I need the, the parcel right next to me or the two parcels mm-hmm. down or whatever you know, and I do the same thing too. It's It's so easy.
0: It's a, I mean, I know I've talked about being an Enneagram three, but if you haven't taken the test, (laughs) take. I need to. I know. know. I'm not even, I wasn't even going to ask you because I knew you hadn't. So, but it is my, I think the part of just being an entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneur Mm -hmm. is like, you do want more, right? It's the top, we always talk about the top line. Oh, it's like some sort of vanity talking point, you know, of like, oh, six figures we're making, but it's like, what's the bottom line? Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the truth. And so Mm -hmm. I, I still have to check myself. I mean, sure, we still do it. I mean, I'm still like, okay, I Mm -hmm. want to hit a certain number. And I, I, there's healthy versions of that, but then mm-hmm. also looking at, you know, I'm in the process of budgeting for 23 with a farm and like setting some financial goals. But my financial goals also include that bottom line part as part of the mm-hmm. equation. Whereas in the past, they didn't do that. So I don't know. This t- thought just popped in my mind. Have you watched mm-hmm. his or listened to his book on like Audible?
1: No, I haven't. I've only read it.
0: Okay. Well, I have the book because I, I, I love <laughs> that. But the Audible, like, I, sometimes I like to like listen and then like flip through the book because there's a lot of things he references mm-hmm. in the book, but he's really funny. He like uh, does these little like sidebars when he reads and um, he like referred to himself as like a douche or something at one point. And I was like, <laughs> so funny. Like okay. he just was just talking about, and what he's talking about was that ego driven top number, right? Yes. You need to have, you know, more, 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 but I think that's like, yes, it's how we're kind of hardwired. So Mm -hmm. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you do have to have your profit kind of like you said, baked into the business to make sure that like every transaction, everything, every decision that you make with the business and the farm that reflects back to the profit piece, you know, that's where... Mm -hmm that's kind of the the magic sauce with it. Yeah. Because it kind of keeps it
1: going. Yeah. And, and and so when you're just, when you already have all of your, your major obligations, when you already have that money set aside and you're truly looking at the money that you have to operate your farm on, you are going to get such a clear picture of what you need to do. So a lot of times he he will say like, Hey, you have, if you have less money, to run your business, you're going to find ways to get the same results or better with less money. So by taking your profit first, you are be forced to think smarter and innovate more. And when I was working my full-time job, a lot of expense was sometimes just on convenience stuff. Like I was mm-hmm. just mindlessly mindlessly spending just to like make sure yep. I have it and get it done. I still have to do have, catch myself from doing that now. Mm-hmm. But when you are feeling not like just so hyper aware of the amount of money you have, you're really like every financial decision, you're going to really consider what kind of impact that has on your business. So it's so important. It is, it it is just incredibly important. Mm -hmm.
0: I know I've said this so many times, Mm -hmm. but I really did. I threw money at the problem because it was, I mean, I got to the end of, it was the year that we hit six figures. And I looked at the bottom line, like, that's what I made. Like that was, yeah. I mean, basically my mm-hmm. profit was essentially my, you know, my uh, uh, revenue matched my expenses, and I was like, yeah, sick. You know, I was heck? like, we turned a yes. profit. Like every year, we had turned a, pro- a profit. Like, mm-hmm. but what does that mean? What did that mean? And so I had to get really clear with myself about how I was running my business. When you know, we talk about those costly lessons, and it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. do you ever just like think about the money? And you're like that oh, was like yeah. wasted. Oh, God. <laughs> out of convenience <laughs> to like <laughs> yes. fix something like you know buying in flowers mm-hmm. for the weddings. Like oh my gosh, if yes. I go back and look at that, I cannot. Yeah, I I can't yes. do it because I will. Yeah, you know I'll I'll get out that bottle of liquor.
1: That's a huge that that's a waste. That's a piece on my end that I've really had to reel in because I'd be like, I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. order like a few extra bunches of everything just to make sure I have everything I need. Like because I'm -hmm. I'm somebody like I I hate feeling scarcity. Like I don't have enough of something that would that like it keeps me up at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it always ends up being fine. So I've had to really like reel that in big time. Like, okay, mm-hmm. do I really need this extra piece in the, bright? like, is it even going to matter? It's when I order it mm-hmm. it's going to come in looking like crap anyways, and I'm going to hate it and, always, you know, feel forced to use yeah. it because I bought it. Blah, blah. I mean, I could like literally go down the rabbit hole with that. So I'm like, okay. And you're going to start mm-hmm. thinking about how can I make Whatever this, whatever I'm doing, more profitable, and you're really going to start becoming creative. You know, he talks a lot about in the book like, let's say you get a thousand dollars. So, if you starting today, if you just transfer 10 of that into your profit account, and um, the, let's just say 50 bucks into your owner's expense. Or your owner's pay account, then you've already paid yourself. So if you can, if you can operate your business on a thousand dollars, you can sure as a heck do it for nine hundred and fifty dollars. So yeah. it's just like kind of ha- celebrating those little wins and like allocating that money um, before you just go mindlessly spend it. So we're kind of like rethinking the way that we're looking at our bank account and making our business mm-hmm. decisions.
0: Yeah, and I, I also. For me, when I reflect back on those expenses and like you're mm-hmm. saying, not having enough, mine oftentimes was I didn't have time. So if I yes. had, I was working the other job, if I would have had time to sit down and go like, okay, let me just like quickly recipe out how many bunches of flowers I need for this. I wasn't even doing that when I was ordering flowers. No. I was just ordering mm-hmm. in. And this this example could be used for drip tape. Or yep. all the things that I was just like, shit, I don't have time. Let me just get mm-hmm. it. And that, that allowed me, that cost me a lot of money because I wasn't mm-hmm. slowing down. So now, like you're saying, you know, that transferring that 50 bucks, it's like, you just, you keep scaling that. So as that top line number, mm-hmm. you know, keeps getting, it's really not that much. We did 1%. Do you remember when we were like 1% mm-hmm. yes. of That's it? In our operating account, one percent—that's what we did. No joke. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. were—we held each other accountable with it, and it was like Mm -hmm. I remember we were talking, and I said, "Let's do one percent. We can do one percent of whatever is in our operating account to a savings account." Mm -hmm. And then we still didn't even touch it. We left it there, but yes. It still was like, oh, gosh, I didn't even know that. You know, I remember one month getting cocky and I moved 2%. I was like, shit, I can do two. (laughs) It's fine. Um, You know, but it really did because the whole premise of this whole book is that – you log into your accounts and you see how much mm-hmm. money you have. And that's what you think you have available to spend. And he talks about how gap accounting, which is like traditional accounting mm-hmm. methods are, you know, pulling up P and L and you're looking at like, you know, balance sheets and that like, it doesn't give you, especially I think in farming, um, a mm-hmm. really, uh, solid foundation to make decisions off of. I just, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't really even make sense. He kind of jokes and says it doesn't even make sense to accountants because it's the same thing <laughs> like, right? Like you can yeah. how many times where you like look at something and you're like, okay, that's my bottom line, that's my profit. Mm-hmm. Um but it didn't reflect what was in your bank account, right? There was that mm-hmm. piece where you're like, okay. He shares an example of him uh he was like meeting with his accountant, I believe it was, and I mean he says, you know, "Hey, this is great. Like this is how much money you made." And so this is how much you owe the tax man and he's like Well, if I made that money, where is that money? And that was where I felt more seen. You know, I felt kind of understood because I was like, that's how I felt. And before Mm -hmm. um, I kind of got an understanding of it. And yeah, so it just running your business on what you can afford today versus, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what you can afford someday. And like, Going back to that of always looking at like what you're talking about, that operating account, that keeps you in mm-hmm. check because you log in, yes. you see your bank balance. Then you're able to say like, well, I'm not sure, but you're able to make decisions based off of what's in that account. And maybe it's like mm-hmm. you're, you need to borrow money, right? Like there's situations yep. that it makes more sense to borrow money and stretch it out over a long period of time versus draining your cash because mm-hmm. that was one thing I did. I was not. Yes. Uh, I've, I've expressed in here about like being kind of debt adverse. I would drain my cash, and I, my uh, accountant or was financial advisor at one point said maybe it makes sense to spread that out. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, maybe it does. Yeah, it makes <laughs> a lot more sense <laughs> because I need that cash now to operate with. Mm-hmm. And this book is just gives boundaries around how we use our money. We know that certain percentages are going to go to the tax man. So why would we keep mm-hmm. that in our account and then spend it? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just kind of like this is a few of the I guess the highlight reel of what of what the parameters of the book.
1: Yeah. And I just I it, it took us a lo- it took us a long time and honestly too long. And now I look back at it and I, I don't know, I've been thinking about it. I've been feeling really grateful today because my kids had a snow day and I'm like look at us. I look at Judd and I'm like, (laughs) we get to be at home with our kids. (laughs) We're not rushing them off, you know, somewhere else. We get to be here. We told the employees like, Hey, just, you know, take the day off or do a few things from home. And I was like, look, we are like this, this is the life, (laughs) you know? But I'm like, I, I feel so like part of me is so, I have so much gratitude, but part of me like is sad That it took me so long Mm -hmm. to get to this spot. And I feel like if I would have in the beginning prioritized that profit piece and prioritized Mm -hmm. paying ourselves because we deserve to pay ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if we do anything. We should be paying ourselves first a little bit. I'm not, we're, no one's expecting to be like a millionaire, but a decent living, an hourly rate. So I really encourage you to think about what your hourly rate is and look at how many hours you're working a day and try to set some money aside from yourself so you are not a slave and there's not resentment in your business. Like I just yeah. felt like, you know, sad. I'm like, dang, we probably could have mm-hmm. done this a couple years ago. And I wish I would have taken that. I mean, I'm happy I'm here now, but honestly, I was like, felt so much gratitude. And I was like, I was sad, you know, that it took mm-hmm. this long to get here. So I hope mm-hmm. like, I hope you really think about, you know, what this could do to the way that you're looking at your farm, your finances. I, and I actually do it for my own personal finances now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. personally and business, and it's just I don't know. It's just so wow. important. and Yeah. And, yeah I, um, I don't know. I just
0: thought of this too. I thought mm-hmm. of it earlier and I don't know if I've ever said this before, but if you're driving, pull over and write this down in a note on your phone. If you are sitting, <laughs> pull out a piece of paper. If you have not separated your personal finances from oh your gosh. business yes. finances, you don't have to admit it to me you don't have to send me like an accountability email if you want to by all means. Um I will I will hear it out, but do it. Stop
1: mm-hmm. paying
0: for business stuff with your personal account. It will make everything that's in here just way easier, right? When the tax man yes. comes around and we're like separating like looking for expenses on like two separate mm-hmm. credit cards and trying to justify and find receipts. It makes it for me I just it Clarified so much stuff, right? It was like, this is personal, this is business. That's how I look at everything that I do. Mm -hmm. And I don't dare, I do not dare pull out my personal debit card. And it's just discipline. It's like this Mm -hmm. whole process. I don't pull out my personal credit card to pay for something at Dollar General that I know is for my business. That was the thought that I didn't finish. But Mm -hmm. like, it's all discipline. It just comes back to this piece of profit first and what he talks about. It does require. Discipline and man, is it so worth it though? I mean, you Mm -hmm. will not burn yourself out uh, if you feel like your business is running you and you're not getting a reward quote, reward from it because there's only so much reward that like an Instagram following can give you. (laughs) Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna having a good, a good business and and growing, it's like, you have to have money that backs that up and a, Mm -hmm. that gives you something to kind of drive forward. And that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. that's great. Yes. I love that you apply that to your personal. I mean, I do a similar Mm -hmm. system. I do. Yeah. I separate out my uh, expenses, like things that are going to, I know are going to come out of my account. I have a set amount of money. Mm -hmm. So I suppose I do that. It isn't by percentages.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I I did the same thing with my personal. So I essentially I have an income account that like all of our income comes into, and then I have percentages assigned to like I have a what I call like a reoccurring as- expense account. So like any like my mortgage and all all the stuff that comes mm-hmm. out every single month that is like our living yeah. you know that we have to have, um, all of that comes out of one account. I have like what I call like day to day expense account, and that's like my play money, food, groceries, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it, it has really helped me like. Just to have, and for me, I'm kind of like I don't know. People, everybody's different, but I'm like a check the bank two to three times a day kind of person. I'm like I'm always (laughs) looking at it. I don't know why. I just have to make sure it's all still there. Yeah. (laughs) So, so for me, it was like so important to have like that visual snapshot. I mean, I like renamed all of my accounts, and I'll be I can show you guys this. Um, especially on the Zoom for the Dirt on Flowers insiders, we able to have that that kind of clarity on the way that we're doing it. So when I'm looking at my expenses, I really do get like such a really awesome like visual snapshot. I renamed all my accounts like by the percentage and what it's for. Like I was just like, you know, income account. So anyway, everyone at the bank thinks I'm crazy and they all know me because I have like all these accounts that I'm always moving money in. And I feel like, I I don't know, I I was talking to somebody about this book. They said, oh, I just like the accounting of it would be so hard. The transferring of money. I I don't think that at all. Do you think that? No. No. Me No, it actually,
0: it simplifies it. Yes. For the exact reason that you're talking because Mm -hmm. I think initially because you're talking multiple accounts, I think it felt uh, like I needed to hear it all the way through because I I Mm -hmm. was, I guess I do a similar system with my personal stuff. I don't, like I have all of my expenses come out of one account and I've done that for a long time. And why I did that was I pay my insurance, my vehicle insurance six months at a time and Mm. it would come up and I'd be like, I don't have the money. Like, why do I not have the money in my account? You know? (laughs) Yeah. And so then I was like, Oh well, this is stupid oh. because I have the money. Mm-hmm. So then I, so I created an account that was like you said, the reoccurring things, and it's everything yes. that I know is a set amount that bills come out of. I already have mm-hmm. that moved aside, so I'm not yes. shocked when I get the bill for the thing. I have <laughs> yes. already have it in the account, and so mm-hmm. with, for example, my insurance, I moved the, a certain amount of money to that account every month. It would build up a balance, and then when that six months came, then I would pay out of that account Mm -hmm. and it was accounted for already. You know, I just didn't touch it. And then I do have a set percentage of money that I move uh, every month over into my savings account. So I suppose it is like, Mm -hmm. I guess that is similar. I just never really thought of it in that way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not from an accounting standpoint.
0: I think it's actually very simple.
1: No. No. Yeah. I know like everyone, I know when starting out, like, I don't know why people are, get kind of scared of QuickBooks or they, I don't know. I I don't know. It's really easy. It really is honestly. Mm -hmm. But I was looking At something today, and I'm like, oh my gosh! It only costs fifteen dollars a month for QuickBooks Online. That, like, that is such Mm -hmm. a and think about what you're getting. Just like the clarity, reporting all of the things for. Oh my, so much! It holds you accountable to like putting your, you know, like, you know, assigning categories to your expenses and thinking through it and you can run reports and like have like such a visual representation. I'm so incredibly mm-hmm. visual. So that's important for me to see. Mm-hmm. But I'm like that, man, that is just, that. that is such a, such an awesome thing. So I know some people- are down with like, you know, putting it on a spreadsheet. And that, I think that would work starting out, but I really, you know, do encourage you to get some type of mm-hmm. accounting software. Yeah. And we, and Ashley still has that program and I we oh, still
0: yeah. have our discount code. Um, we can link, a uh, link to her account or to yes. her course down there. And um, somebody had messaged me and asked about Uh, you know, they're currently using QuickBooks and they had some things they felt like they needed some clarity on, right? With like specific to Mm -hmm. farming. And should I do a one-on-one session or should I do the, the course with her? And I felt like, you know, the, doing the course with her gives you a foundation of understanding because I think people are intimidated by it. Right. So they don't yes. want to jump into it because it's like, well, I don't know accounting. Well, I didn't know right. accounting
1: either. And I still Yeah, don't. me either. Yes. <laughs> you know, I
0: still Google, like my accountant says terms and I like write it down and Google it later. Like, I don't even know what she just said. <laughs> so, you know, those is still like I guess it's that whole getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Like you're always, as an entrepreneur, uncomfortable. You (gasps) nail something and you're like, oh, okay. Like now I'm (laughs) learning this. You know, she would be – that course is a great foundation because it teaches you, you know, you learn about like chart of accounts and some basic accounting things. And then I think if you still need to have a one-on-one to kind of dive into some of those things deeper, yeah, From that's just a little – diversion on our, our profit first topic, but accounting, Mm -hmm. it gives you uh, a lot and accounting software gives you a lot of tools. And like you said, it's very minimal investment. So. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I think, if you're thinking about profit first, I really do encourage you to read the book. It, you, you, I don't have to tell you about how good it is. I want you to read it. And, and what I found is that the system, the, the mindset of the whole thing, it proves itself to you going to prove it to yourself Mm -hmm. that you're capable of managing your business within these parameters and you're going to feel more confident than ever that you can meet your tax obligations pay yourself do all of the things that you want your business to do like our businesses do not have to be these like cash eating monsters with all these surprises like that that Mm -hmm. is a fire drill that I, you do not want to be a part of running your business. You Mm -hmm. want to be somebody who, we talk about this, you know, not having your head in the sand with your business. I mean, this, this is it. This is like really seeing your business with new clarity, you know? So Mm -hmm. when you prioritize profit, you're going to start cutting the things that you didn't need, And that could be expenses, crops, anything that's a drain on money. You're going to start looking at your business in a whole new way. Um, And it it will just be amazing. And I, I really, honestly, if you guys read it, I can't wait to hear what you think. Yeah, I know. Okay, guys. I hope we inspired you to go grab your copy of Profit First. If you heard this episode and want to dive in a lot deeper with us, see how we're personally using it in our own businesses, um, I would love it. I know we would both love it if you would come join us on the Dirt on Flowers Insiders group. We are opening the group um, for the month of February and we're di- deep diving in on our Zoom call into this book. So you can go to www.thedirtonflowers.com forward slash membership and read a little bit about what you get with the Dirt on Flowers Insiders group. We would love for you to join us there. Um, You can enter your information, get on the wait list, join us. We would love to have you, love to dive deeper on this topic and make a lot of impact in our businesses in 2023 using the book. So thank you so much for for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, felt some inf- inspiration, wanted to go kick yourself in the butt and get your financial uh, genius on this year. So thank you so much. Please, if you wouldn't mind, either leave us a review or help us share our podcast with all of your flower farming friends. Leave us a review at, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, or you can head on over to our Instagram at Dirt on Flowers, send us a message, show us some love, share this episode. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we will see you at the same time, same place next week.